Here's what's coming up on today's show. You know, at first, anything new, anything we've ever tried, most likely that's worthwhile and that's a little bit challenging, feels hard. It's a habit that we need to rewire our brain. And once we start to do it, I have experienced, and I know many people who have, you start to feel better. This is the Retire Happy Podcast with John Amarino, fiduciary financial advisor at Securus Financial in the San Diego area, and Thomas O'Connell, president of International Financial Advisory Group, Inc. in Rockaway, New Jersey. Together, they'll be keeping retirement happy from coast to coast. Welcome back to another episode of the Retire Happy Podcast. I'm your host on the West Coast, John Iamarino, and I am joined, as always, with my esteemed co-host on the East Coast, Mr. Tom O'Connell. Tommy, how you doing, buddy? Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Good, good, good. How, uh, how's uh, things over on the East Coast? You guys getting a lot good. of rain this week? No, it's actually beautiful out. We've got some nice uh, late summer, early fall weather. we got a big weekend coming up, uh, Emma. Uh, her high school team has a soccer game at Red Bull Stadium oh, nice. in Harrison, New Jersey against their arch rival. So uh, we're expecting a big day. Oh, that'll be that'll be super cool to play. Is she is she excited to play in the stadium? Oh, yeah. They're all a little bit nervous, too, I think. The field is so much bigger than what they're used to on a high school field. So. Uh, but they're all they're all revved up. It's a, we, they had a game yesterday, and you could just tell the excitement's in the air for them. So it's it's it'll be a great experience. Nice, nice. Yeah, uh, Haley got promoted to cartwheels and gymnastics, so she's doing nice. all this balance beam stuff. And uh, my little buddy. Yeah, and Jake's got uh, we got a tournament local a local tournament, which is nice uh, starting tomorrow. So we're excited because he's uh, he's been for the last six, seven weeks practicing uh, one Aaron Judge's swing uh, through his <laughs> through his hitting coach. And it's a hard swing to get, but if he's getting locked in, he hit a ball on, in practice that was probably one of the furthest balls he's ever hit on Tuesday, probably about 225 feet. So Woof, might nice. see a home run this weekend, hopefully. All so, right, all right. But uh, so, folks, uh, last time uh, we had the good doctor stepping on, we we're talking about health and retirement and the importance of physical health and, you know, focusing on joint health and whatnot. And, you know, Tommy, we talked about in the beginning of that podcast, I was going through some uh, issues with my back. And, uh, you know, after that show, I listened to a couple of the hints that the doctor gave me or a couple tips off air. And I'll tell you what, my back is feeling phenomenal right now. Beautiful. Just with the, 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 the hip mobility stuff that I've been doing, definitely in a good place. So yeah, Dr. Chris is a great guy. He knows the stuff, uh, you know, and like us, he's, a, you know, a, a former athlete. He played college football, you know, so um, he, he knows where we're coming from. Yeah. So folks, we talked about joint health. Now we're going to talk about really, uh, again, a more comprehensive approach. We're just not focusing on one thing of health for you. We're going to bring in a, a health coach who's going to really talk about a, a holistic approach with diet and even, you know, uh, piggybacking off what Dr. Steppen said about physical health. And like Dr. Steppen, she was a Division One college soccer player at Marquette, so she knows what it's like to have to keep her body in peak physical condition. So I want to talk and introduce our guest, Tommy, Mrs. Rachel Fox. Rachel is a certified holistic health coach based here in San Diego, and really her mission is inspire and guide others in achieving lifelong wellness through simple and practical diet and lifestyle habits, which is so important. And really, she does this. She tries to support her clients in mastering the fundamentals. Uh, that's a key word we always talk about, right, Tommy? Yep, fundamentals. Absolutely. Yep. Of nutrition, finding more ease in their wellness routines, feeling at home in their bodies. And, you know, her, she uses a root cause, a non diet approach to uncover the why behind her clients' chronic symptoms, ultimately helping them feel their best in both mind and body. And whether it's struggling with digestive discomfort, menstrual cycle irregularities, stress overload, 
or eager to just build a better, healthier lifestyle, Rachel's goal is to help others heal for good and teaches them the skills necessary to make intuitive health choices with confidence. And in her spare time, uh, which she doesn't have a lot of, uh, she teaches yoga, cooking, relaxing, and just being in nature with her family. And I'm I'm very fortunate to build a uh, relationship with Rachel just recently uh, through a recommendation of a, a great colleague, Gina Scafani. So without further ado, I would like to introduce Mrs. Rachel Fox. And today's guest, a certified health coach and the founder of Rachel Fox Health, it's Rachel Fox. Thank you so much for having me, Tom and John. I really appreciate the introduction. Yeah, Great thanks to have for, you. Thanks for coming on and spending uh, time out of your busy schedule. Of course. This is my passion, so I am so happy to be here. So, Rachel, you know, a couple key parts when, when I was introducing you. You talk about fundamentals. You talk about ease and you talk about the why. And one thing I didn't mention is you actually have a background in the financial industry. You're a CPA, right? That's correct. Yes. And your background and your approach to health, geez, Tom, it sounds a lot like what we do in our financial industry here and what we preach to our clients. We want to make it easy for them. Totally. Good habits, good planning, right? Uh, Fundamentally sound. Yeah, a systematic mm-hmm. approach to things, just and a lot of common sense, right? Right. And you know, and, and with any recommendation or advice that we give Tommy, it's it's always you know we always say why we feel it's in their best interest. So you know, I I think it's a a great great thing to have you on and and to just really understand your approach. Because uh, it's really similar to our financial planning approach. So with that, Rachel, tell us about yourself a little bit more and how you help your clients with their health. Yeah, so I totally agree. I think, you know, everything in our lives are very can feel very complicated, um, that we have a lot to manage and a lot going on. And to fall back on fundamentals and in simplicity and creating more ease in our lives and in our health routines is really what we want and the end goal, right? So that is kind of my approach to health and wellness. I'm having kind of lived and experimented with different styles um, myself and different habits and techniques. I've kind of taken it down to some basics, which we'll get really into throughout this podcast. But um, yes, as you mentioned in my introduction, I am the owner of my own nutrition and wellness coaching business. So I work with clients to help them uncover root cause of their symptoms. So it can be a lot of times it's physical symptoms that people come to me looking for. I just, you know, I'm having horrible digestive issues or I'm dealing with a lot of menstrual cycle issues or hormonal imbalances or just don't have energy, things like that. And we can always find a root cause, a reason why that's happening. So I help them through diet and lifestyle as their pathway to healing. And that is kind of a holistic approach, finding the natural cause rather than just kind of putting a bandaid over it to mask symptoms. So that is what I do. And my mission is really, I feel you know, and I had this experience, most people are kind of disconnected to their health and their bodies and wellness in general, because we were never taught any type of fundamentals or foundations. We just, it's not in our education system. We are kind of set on our own to go explore and figure that out. And nowadays with so much noise and confusion and diets and trends and social media, it can feel very overwhelming. So my goal is to help break that down for my clients and for, you know, listeners or just anyone to support them. And so that they can feel confident and understand the why I think that's really important so that they can make decisions on their own. So it's kind of a twofold. They feel better. They start feeling their best. And then from there, they build the skill sets through education, through that intuition to make those lifelong decisions on their own. So that's kind of what I do and what in my why and my philosophy behind my approach. You know, and, and you said another thing that Tom and I have often said that you, we were never taught this in school. Right. Just like people mm-hmm. aren't taught 
personal finance, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it's crazy. And then, you know, people get to the point, you know, like you said, where they, they really need you and, and then they start surfing the internet and then, you know, you have fad diets, you have, you know, whatever diet, you know, the, the, there is no, you know, get, there is no get rich quick. There is no get healthy quick. And, you know, how, I mean, what was it that, how did you get to your position today? You know, and, and you could tell that you're passionate about it. What really sparked that passion? Yeah. So I totally believe in that it takes time, just like investing. I have once been in finance. That was my past life, accounting and finance. Just like you'd invest right now in your future, in your 401k, that is what you need to be doing with your health. Um, So thinking long-term rather than quick fix. And our society is kind of built on that quick fix. But I got here based on my experience with athletics. So you kind of mentioned I was in, you know, division one soccer, grew up as an athlete. I was always active. That was always a part of me and my childhood all the way through my adult age. But what I was missing was definitely the diet piece. I think my, my exercise and my ability that I was always moving kind of compensated and didn't really make me realize different things about my diet. I was eating just kind of like quick. I was always on the go, pretty standard processed foods, snacks, things like that. And my mom, you know, always tried and made great meals for me. But just in general, I would say my diet wasn't, it could, it can have some improvements. So I would, I would get sick a lot. Um, like I always had colds. I remember growing up, I was always sick. I struggled with some digestive issues in college and things like that, but I never really associated it with my health as like a symptom of not eating right. And I kind of just ignored them. But so I got out of college and started in my full-time job in accounting, sitting about eight hours a day or more and working about like 60 hours. And I was, I was not doing well. I was very stressed out. I was not used to that lifestyle and I wasn't also kind of really feeling fulfilled and like it was, it was my right path. And I think that also was the emotional piece of health, but I ended up realizing that I was very, very stressed. It kind of emotionally kind of took over. So I went to a yoga class and my first, my first yoga class ever, I think I took one in in college, but I had, couldn't even touch my toes. I was not very flexible, you know, and I was just like, I'm just going to try this because it was just something that was there to me. And from there, I just, I loved it. I fell and now I'm a yoga teacher now. And so this was about like seven years ago at this point. And I felt immediately the benefits of, of the practice and how it relieved my stress. And just through the movement, the slow movements, the focus on your breath, it opened my eyes to, you know, health and prioritizing your health and trying to lower my stress levels. And I immediately started to feel better. I felt in my mind, I felt better, but then I started to feel more energetic. I started to, that brain fog that I was experiencing kind of cleared up. And then from there, it was kind of my like launch pad to, oh, wellness is more than just, you know, what you think of as like a diet or something like that. And I then started to kind of dig into nutrition at that point. And we can talk about that, but that was kind of my start. And I think everyone has like a starting point that you hit kind of a rock bottom and you're like, I need this. And that was mine. So from there, it's been many years. I've done a lot of, I went through a a year long nutrition program, got some credentials. I'm always in continuing education. And I did a lot of self-study during my own job as a CPA and then in finance. So I've kind of transitioned over time, um, but that was, that's kind of how my story evolved and started. Well, that's quite a story. <laughs> I know, yeah. that was long, that was long. <laughs> no, I mean, but, but it, it's awesome that, I mean, especially um, so early on into into your you know newly found professional career, did you realize that you weren't happy, you were, you were stressed out, that it wasn't taking you down a path that was making you happy and healthy and, and helping you make all the, good or right decisions. So I, I mean, I applaud you for being able to, to um, recognize that so early and quickly in life. But let me ask you, why do you feel that it's so important for people to invest in their health practices as they would say their financial future? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So having an understanding of that, that investment now for long-term gain, the idea is that we want to be, you know, this was going through my head as I was dealing through all my stresses, you know, I don't want to feel this way now or ever. And when we think about feeling well and feeling good in our bodies, in our minds, and, you know, just feeling that feeling of happiness and that health and wellness, I want to be feeling that all the way up until I'm, you know, in my old age, my whole life. And it's important to do that work now to set yourself up for success later. Your body is very resilient. Your body can handle a lot of damage of maybe not the best decisions um, on your body before it starts to catch up with you. And that is when you develop kind of chronic disease or you start to just feel sick and you have to then do, do the work to reverse it. So I would rather invest my time now to be able to enjoy what you're planning for in your retirement. You want to be feeling full of energy, full of life to do all the things you want to do. The strength, you know, the, the energy, just being able to move your body, that is all so important. So it right. really is a long-term gain. You know, one of the things that we read all the time, Fidelity every year does a, a study and they they tell, just recently they came out with one that said, the average retiree will spend over $350,000 during their retirement years on healthcare. And that does not include wow. long-term care or anything of that nature, right? So working with someone like yourself, Rachel, I'm going to assume it's probably a lot less than that. And so maybe those would be some extra dollars that uh, some of our clients or listeners would be able to keep in their pocket by just making a small investment in someone like yourself, right? Absolutely. It is an investment where, and this can kind of, you know, move into people thinking that it's expensive to make healthier choices. There's a couple of things I can say on that, but spending the money now upfront on things that you enjoy that will add value to your life, like good, healthy food, like, you know, massages or self-care or a gym membership, maybe, or, you know, belonging some into something, a community or group, like a club that you can go to tennis or something that feels enjoyable rather than the expenses that you're going to pay potentially down the road for healthcare, for medical visits, for surgeries, things like that. So that is that is a mindset shift I think we can all make. Um, and you can use you can save a lot of money doing that as well, as you mentioned. Right. Yeah. And I mean, yes, there is a cost to, you know, having someone like you coach them, there's a cost to eating better food. But like you like you said, I mean, it's it's the cost is, is absent, you know, if, if there's value, that's going to supersede the cost and it's definitely going to save you, you know, the $350,000 because if your cholesterol's down, if your blood pressure's in, in line and you're just, you know, living your best life health-wise, then your expenses are going to be down, your withdrawal rate's going to be down, and you're also going to have what Tom and I named this show after, and that's the retirement happiness, right? So, you know, I absolutely agree with that and you know the other thing that i like that you've taught and, and you've talked to me about is that you know the health industry there's just so much information out there it gets complex and people you know try something for a week and if they, they expected a miracle it doesn't happen but you know with the complexities and the overwhelming amount of information your approach is really about just making it simple and not just focusing on a diet, like, you know, Tommy and I, we just don't focus on investments, but focusing on all the lifestyle factors, the whole comprehensive or, or as you say, the holistic approach like exercise, stress, sleep, which is so important. Can you share more about why you've taken this approach? Yes. So another thing too, the, what you mentioned about those quick fixes is sometimes a lot of the extra cost people wanting to try out different things comes from that. It's these quick fix products, supplements, the new powder, the new, oh, I tried this because they said that was gonna help with, you know, 
my blood sugar or it was going to help me just lose weight. And that is not how it works. There is no magic pill. There is nothing. It is the consistent habits that we build over time. So putting our dollars in the right places. What are you willing to take away or replace these items in your budget? If yes, you mentioned, John, spending, it is a little bit more money to spend on high quality food. Um, maybe some of your self-care practices, some non-toxic products in your home. That's what I, you know, some of the things I like to prioritize but you're saving money in other areas. Or for example, I choose to not order out or eat out as much. I tend to shop a little bit less because my priorities have been aligned with my values and my goals and it makes sense to me. Um, so I just encourage people to try to think about that, their, their values and goals and how it aligns. So they can change a little bit of the mindset work. A lot of health sometimes can be that mindset work is this is important to me and this is enhancing my life. So I'm going to spend money for this long-term gain. So that kind of just when you said the quick fixes that made me think of that. And then my approach to simplifying my health is kind of what I mentioned of we need simple, we need easy to keep it sustainable. Ironically, my first experience with nutrition was a round of Whole30. And I started that years back, right after that yoga experience where I loved it so much. I was like, oh, I want to try the next thing. And it was trendy at the time. And, you know, I get people are doing the best that they can. They're trying to figure out what works for them because they just want to feel better. But it was so many rules. I don't know if you're familiar with Whole30, yeah. but man, there's a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Whole30, so, keto, paleo. I mean. Exactly. It can be applied to any diet. And diets do not work. They are not sustainable. It's been proven. And, you know, Whole30, there is an intention. It's supposed to be a short-term process. However, we need to be spending our time not thinking so much about food and our diets. I mean, I the amount of time people consume thinking about these things is, is sad because there are other things of your life that you want to be present with, like your work, your relationships, your families, hobbies, passions. So, you know, our, our wellness is definitely important, but it should be a part of who we are and almost like second nature, if that makes sense. So I'm trying to build that through all these diet and lifestyles and educational and intuitive tips in my program and with my clients. And we'll break a little bit of that down. But I also just want to say that easy, simple does not necessarily mean it's going to be easy or simple at first. It takes time to build habits, to rewire your brain, to try new things. And so we'll talk about all these different things you can try. But I just want to caveat that with it's not always super easy, you know. Yeah, no. And, and you know, you, you talked about the, the shopping. You know, what a lot of people don't understand is that when you actually spend more money for higher quality food, you actually eat less because the nutrients satiate you more. And, you mm -hmm. know, versus having some preservatives or, you know, the crap that's put in our food today it may be cheaper, but you have to eat twice the amount, hence more calories and more fat. Um, but you're, you're eating twice the amount as, you know, a, a good serving of healthy proteins and, you know, fibrous vegetables. Yes, exactly. And we can break that down a little bit because I, I break down these macronutrient meals and we can get into the nitty gritty of that if you want to transition into um, kind of that holistic health structure. And we'll start with diet. But in general, just so listeners can get kind of a big picture first, the idea of holistic wellness is your wellness is dependent on not just what's on your plate. And as I explained through my experience, but what a whole part of you. So there's many components to that. But simplified would be your emotional state, how you feel on the inside how you feel on the outside, your physical state and your mental state. So, you know, the way that you think, your stress, your thoughts. So we address all of those things in a well-rounded approach through all of these buckets, diet, sleep, stress, movement, things like that. Um, and starting with diet, diet is, is what I focus on the most because nutrition is extremely important. It is essentially the raw materials to give your body energy that it needs to fully thrive. So food, as you just said, can either hurt your health or it can nourish you. 
And food is medicine for our bodies and it has a very strong ability to actually reverse chronic disease. So if you're suffering from, you know, high blood pressure, overweight, obesity, or diabetes, or, you know, heart issues, cardiovascular, that can be reversed. And same with digestive issues and hormone imbalances. So food can be viewed as fuel for us. And there are some simple things that we can do that do not involve diets, that do not involve any type of restriction that can really help improve your diet. And one thing that I start with as a foundation, and we'll talk about these kind of broadly, but I I dig into them a little bit more with my clients, is macronutrient balanced meals. And you've probably heard of these macronutrients, just not maybe in this term, but your protein consumption, your fats, and your carbohydrates. Those are your macronutrients. Macronutrients are basically nutrients that your body needs in very large amounts to use for energy. So we want to be filling our plates with macronutrient balanced meals. That means protein, healthy fats, and complex and fiber rich carbohydrates. So when you take that approach, that's going to satiate you for the long term. As you just said, you know, the quick refined foods, you're not full off that. When you're eating healthy fats and protein, which slow digestion combined with carbohydrates, which are full of fiber and also slow down their plant-based foods, so slow down your digestion, um, it's going to stabilize your blood sugar and your energy levels. So that is a really good way to look at your meals. And does that, does that help? And I want to, I want to quickly break down the importance of each protein fats and carbohydrates to eliminate some confusion around that. But creating those macro balanced meals is going to be step number one. So you can stay nice and full. So protein, we can start there. We all know what protein is most likely. It is the structural building blocks in your body. It is responsible for repair and rebuilding of muscle of organs, your tissues, think of it as like the foundation of your body. And we're quick to think of meat. Meat is your most bioavailable form of protein, meaning that it's the most usable form of protein, but don't forget about plant protein. So animal proteins are organic, grass-fed, pasture-raised animal products. And I just wanna touch on that fast because we've talked about the importance of spending money on quality food. And personally, um, I know it might be a budget constraint for certain people. So I recognize that and and want to throw that out there. But in general, um, if you can opting for that higher quality, because you're eating what first and foremost, that animal has eaten, which is not its natural diet. Um, It's usually these animals are very stressed out because they're put in small, you know, cages or factory farms are what they're called. And it can be, they can be filled with hormones and antibiotics and things like that. So you're eating that food. I would prefer to eat animal protein that's coming from their natural environment. So they're, you know, out in their pasture, they're, you know, able to graze and eat grass or their normal, their normal food, their normal diet and not be stressed out. And they're treated more fairly. So for all of that to say, high quality animal protein is important. The other thing is plant protein that you can include in your diet. Beans, legumes, um, chickpeas, lentils, nuts and seeds, and some whole grains and tofu or soy. So those are all important sources of protein that you can include in your diet. Does that, are you still with me there? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> after after like a five all good stuff. Stretch, Yeah, I just wanted to take a pause. So protein is so important. We need it. We actually have to get certain proteins through our diet. So essential amino acids through our diet. So we need them. The second component are fats. Now, people, despite thinking fat will make us gain weight, the right kind of fats, healthy fats, and we'll go over sources, will actually help you lose weight. And that is because what you mentioned, John, they're satiating, meaning they help you stay full and balance your energy for longer. So we will eat less, we will be hungry less. 
when you eat breakfast, it will sustain you until lunch or maybe a midday snack, depending on the person. So we want to be eating those types of fats. And not only are fats beneficial for weight control, they provide absorption of fat-soluble vitamins, so A, D, E, and K. We need fats to be able to absorb those vitamins from the food that you eat. Fats create hormones. They provide the structure of our cells, and they help maintain cholesterol levels and brain health. Our brain is 60% fat. So we need fats. We think we fear fats because that is what we have been told from the media and from diet trends, but that is not true. We need healthy fats and they are delicious. They taste really good. So they often add flavor. Sources of fats would be nuts and seeds like chia seeds, flax seeds, hemp seeds, um, almonds and walnuts, pecans, all those delicious nuts and seeds you can incorporate into your diet, wild caught fatty fish. So think salmon, um, sardines, herring, kind of lower on the food chain because of mercury. The larger fish can eat the smaller fish and then it accumulates mercury in that fish and you're consuming that. So think about what you're consuming in that animal. Avocado, avocado oil, olives, and olive oil. And then in moderation, high quality animal products like dairy, organic if you can, um, cheese and butter and ghee. Those are all still healthy fats that can fuel your body, fuel your cells. So fats, that will be the second part of a macro balanced meal. And finally, complex and fiber rich carbohydrates. You need carbohydrates. So just like fats, we have been told that carbohydrates are bad for us. And that is also not true when you're choosing the right whole food sources. So carbohydrates are the body and brain's main and preferred source of energy. We use carbohydrates for energy throughout the day. It's the quickest burning, but we, we need it. It helps our metabolism and it contains fiber. So think of carbohydrates as plants. Plants contain fiber. Fiber passes through your body undigested. You've probably heard of fiber. And then your body uses it either to maintain bowel regularity or be absorbed in your gut, your microbiome, where it serves as food for your, a diverse microbiome. So you're going to get those sources through plants, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, beans, you know, nuts and seeds. So when you're filling your plate with those three, every single time, noticing where's my protein, where are my fiber rich carbohydrates, whole food sources and healthy fats, you will be all good to go. So that is a good foundation to get started when you're thinking about building a balanced plate. So I, I like to educate on that important. It takes a little bit of time. And finally, you know, people start to grasp, but it's so important to be receiving these nutrients to your diet because we can't make them in our bodies. So you'll see that there's no restriction included. We're just staying fueled and energized with whole food sources most of the time, you know, so allowing for that balance. But that is my approach, one way to focus on your diet. So most of the time, people probably aren't thinking that way. But once you start to do it, it becomes kind of a, a second nature thing. Does that all feel like it's doable in a sense of like, creating a, a balanced meal? Yeah, I mean, it does. Go ahead, Tom. No, I was gonna say it definitely does. Uh, my next question would be, um, and I'll, I'll get to it in a second. But you know, we've we've always grown up hearing um, three square meals a day, balanced diet, this, that, the other thing. And then as you get into exercise and nutrition and things like that, all of a sudden, you maybe hear something different, like have five or six small meals a day to keep your metabolism uh, active at all times and so on and so forth. And then don't eat before six or after six o'clock at night so that it helps your digestive system and then you can get to sleep better. So my question is, so in combination with what you just said about nutrition and then some of the other things that we're maybe used to knowing about eating habits, what direction do you go or what, you know, what, what is the, the information we need to have healthy eating habits to go along with healthy nutrition? Mm -hmm. That is a great question. And here's what I will say on that is it's going to be 
bio-individual. So working with someone who can help you discover what's right for you in, you know, the amount that you're eating, what's helping you feel sustained throughout the day. But I will give you a general guideline um, of like portion size or kind of what I, how I create a plate. I start with trying to make my plate mostly vegetables, a lot of plants as the most abundant part of my plate. It's filling yourself with those good satiating healthy carbs, lots of fiber, um, lots of energy, also vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, which prevent your cells from aging um, or oxidizing. So starting with a lot of vegetables and plants, then adding on your protein, which can also be part of that plant base. So if you have beans or lentils or something like that, but if you're adding animal proteins, I'd like to think of it as more like a, a condiment, like a, a smaller portion size. We just, we don't need meat to be the star of the show. Um, we can really focus on plants and the nutrition it provides because meat can also be, you know, a little bit higher in fat, depending on what kind of meat you're eating. It does have a lot of nutrients but just being mindful of your size, your portion size, you know, there's a lot of protein in a like three or five ounce portion. So putting that on your plate as well, just being mindful of how much you consume. And the final part are the, the fats. Now they're the most energy nutrient dense, meaning that's why smaller, you know, they contain a lot of calories. So smaller portions will consume, will um, have more calories within them. So you don't need as much. They have a lot of energy within that volume, that amount. So using that as kind of like a, either a topping, whether it's within a dressing or crumbled on top as like a, a, a cheese or a nuts and seeds on like a salad or a avocado or like a cooking oil. So thinking of it in that way as building a plate is how I do it. And I, and it's kind of a macro ratio exercise that I work through with people, but starting to pay attention to when you're doing that, what feels good? How much are you able to sustain your hunger through the morning? Are you hungry right away? You know, maybe you need to add a little bit more fat and protein. We are all different. That's the other thing. There is no one size fits all. It's very intuitive. Um, you can follow a basic structure, but being comfortable with trying different different portions out and you will start to realize what works for you. Do you have energy? Are you relying on caffeine to get you through the day? We don't want that. So like for me, I like to eat breakfast right when I wake up and then I'll sometimes need a little bit of a snack around like, you know, 10 because I wake up and eat breakfast around 7.30 um, and then I'll eat at lunch at, at 12.30. And so just thinking about your own kind of routine some people may wake up at 5 a.m., you know, and some may maybe wake up at 7.30. So it's a little bit different. But does that help with portion sizing and kind of getting a basic structure sure. of how you would formulate your plate? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, you know, again, I, what I, I love that you said there, because, again, Tommy and I always say this to our clients, is it's a very individual approach. Right. I was going to say that. Yep. You know, it's what an investment that may be good for your your friends or your sisters or your brothers may not work for you. And, you know, I, I love that, that this is a very individualized and very, you know, personal approach that, you know, things have to be taken into consideration. And, you know, the other thing too is, you know, while this sounds fairly complex, there's a lot of moving parts, you simplify this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really all it takes, just like with Tommy and I, we're going to simplify it. We're going to help you do it. But, you know, we just can't do it alone with our clients. You know, the clients have to do some things, right? If, if we're talking trusts or taxes, they have to they have to get the ball rolling on this. And, and with you, the person has to be disciplined in the beginning until they create these habits, right? Yeah. And you'll, and you'll, you know, at first, anything new, anything we've ever tried, most likely that's worthwhile. And that's, a little bit challenging feels hard. It's a habit that we need to rewire our brain. And once we start to do it, 
I have experienced, and I know many people who have, you start to feel better. You start to feel these effects after a little while. And sometimes with food, it can be pretty immediately, honestly. And ditching that mindset, which was a whole other portion, but that eating healthy is boring. It is not boring. It is, there's so many resources out there, and I can share some of my favorites that you can make really delicious, healthy meals. So ditching the idea that you just need to make a piece of meat that's just baked and then steamed broccoli and your your rice on the side that is far from the truth. Um, so I'm, I'm laughing. I'm laughing because that's exactly how I think. But uh, and I'm not and I'm not <laughs> a broccoli to, fan. So uh. <laughs> yeah, we need to work on that. Yeah, there's exactly. Oh, I, love, I love debunking this because I love healthy food and I also you know what I the balance piece is. I, there are some foods that I eat and enjoy and we can enjoy them because they just taste really good, like ice cream or, you know, pizza. But we're talking about what you're doing majority of the time. Um, I like to have a glass of wine, you know, every now and then I try to be mindful, but just giving yourself, setting yourself up with that solid foundation and then allowing for a little bit of balance. Yeah, and, um, and you're not and you're not telling people that hey, you have to do without, right? You're saying, hey, you know, every once in a while, I like a glass of wine. So, you, you, like what we do, we're not prohibiting people from doing something, or we're not saying, well, no, you absolutely can't do that. It's just you have to be mindful of it, like you said, and you have to do things in moderation, right? So, if you want to exactly. trade stock, if you want to trade stocks, go ahead. But John and I don't mind you doing that with a portion of your portfolio. But you have to just be mindful of what your what your risk is with that, or how that affects everything else that you're doing. And then we and then we work with you to make that work. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, it does, and it's it's something that has helped me um, feel more comfortable with making decisions where I know, you know this is the consequence of the decision that I'm making. And I don't mean that as like to be scary, just if I'm choosing to maybe eat a meal that doesn't support me as much, it's like, I'm aware of that. And I know, but I know my body is set up to be able to handle, you know, handle it because I do what I do most of the time. And so having that confidence in yourself that you're okay with it and not having that mental beating yourself up about it, that is a big portion of, training our brains as well. And that comes from just feeling educated and tune with your own body. And sometimes I'm like, I don't really want to eat this today. Or I don't, I don't want to have a drink because I know how it's going to make me feel. And I just, I want to sleep well tonight. Or you know what I mean? So that comes back to the mm -hmm. intuitive piece. So these are all skills that we built over time. Um, so again, coming back to the it takes time. But right. having these balanced meals, eating, even in your snacks, creating, it's important to eat protein and fat because they keep you full. Eating carbs alone is an example. I like to have an apple almost every day. I just really like apples, but I will eat it always with almond butter or peanut butter because it contains healthy fats that are going to keep me full instead of just eating the carbohydrate, which can spike your blood sugar very quickly. Um, even though it's fruit, it has more natural sugar, so it's going to spike your blood sugar. But knowing I'm going to add a fat in there with protein, because peanut butter also has protein, so does almonds, I'm getting a packaged meal there, and it's going to actually keep me full. Instead of I'm eating this, then I'm going to be hungry in 30 minutes. Yeah, so, I guess I should, I should try my apples with the, the peanut butter instead of the dripping caramel, right? <laughs> yeah, <Okay. laughs> maybe a better, maybe a better more. And it honestly, it's, there's so many good and just look for your reading ingredients, reading labels. When you're looking at peanut butter, read the label organic or, you know, maybe, maybe for you, it's just peanuts, but there's a lot of sugar and palm oil and things you do not need. So getting comfortable with reading, turn around the, the label and look at the ingredients. We don't want four ingredients in our peanut butter. Peanut butter is ground. It should just be ground up peanuts. So, there's a lot of marketing out there that again makes things very confusing for people but we want to be comfortable looking at a product and saying that's just marketing me to try to get me to buy this terms low fat you know even vegan or trying to sell that that's sugar a whole free scam in itself exactly sugar free turn around you're probably going to see in the ingredients if you don't recognize it 
or you know, you're like, I don't really know what this is. That's probably something you don't want to be consuming. General yeah. rule of thumb. Aspartame. I mean, yeah, you just causing. don't want that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, not getting hooked on that low fat, um, sugar free, low carb. Let's just step away from all that and focus on. Are are you eating a lot of whole foods? That's number one. If most of the things that you're eating are not in packages, you're doing a great job. So that's kind of like, that was a lot. And the other diet suggestions I have, we can kind of breeze through in a bit. But that that is such a huge part because it takes away a lot of the confusion of what am I supposed to be eating? And I will tell you this, this ratio, but in the amounts that work for you is going to set you up for success and it's going to fuel your body. When you deprive your body of things and you restrict, it is very hard. It's very stressful on your body, you know? So let's just practice fueling your body rather than what you need to take away. So that's ditching that diet diet mindset. Yeah. And, you know, I when Tommy was mentioning the, the caramel and the apples, it kind of reminded me of a an old colleague of mine when I was on the force. We used to give him the hardest time because he would always say he's 238 and he's probably, you know, around 268. And uh, he would he would come uh, he would have like three jumbo jacks but he would get a salad because a salad yeah. made it I'm like, what are you doing the the salad's not negating the uh the other you know three jumbo jacks you just shoved down your mouth but yeah right um you know so that's it, it's definitely you know you you and you do feel it i you know tom geez we go back you know over a decade he's seen me at all sorts of weights the last time i think uh when we saw each other in Chicago, you know, you and Derek were joking around that Skeletor, but you know, last year I really set, you know, with the, with my back issue and whatnot, I, I actually found uh, a dietitian who said, you know, you're having a hard time losing the weight you want to lose because of all the pain meds that you were on from your last back surgery. It's that's gut bacteria that needs to be mm-hmm. cleaned out, and you know, that was what kickstarted it for me, and then I got into you know, finding recipes that, hey, I love In-N-Out, but I can have In-N-Out on my own that I cook at a healthier way. I'm not substituting the, I'm not, I'm not foregoing the flavor and the enjoyment of that to have that healthy alternative. And, and there's stuff out there. And, um, you know, as we're kind of getting to the end of our podcast, what I like to do is, you know, for our listeners, Let's say a 50, 60, or 70-year-old listener comes in and contacts you, Rachel, as they should, and they want to get started in their health journey. What would you suggest? Where would you suggest they start? We kind of already talked about some of those diet factors. Um, I would suggest, so starting starting there, taking a look at the buckets, um, adding a wide variety of plant foods in your diet. So more variety, the better. And a way you can do that is eating seasonally. So eating with the seasons will allow you to eat different peak plants when they're in their peak harvest season. So naturally you're just getting exposed to a lot of different types of fiber, vitamins, minerals, other nutrients that you can re- uh, receive from plant foods. Um, supporting your gut health. So the bacteria in your gut with pre and probiotic foods. So prebiotics feed your already good existing gut bacteria. Prebiotics are in foods like whole grains, bananas, greens, garlic, things like that. You can look that up as well. Probiotics are fermented vegetables. You've probably heard of them in um, form of supplements, but you can also get them through food. Kimchi, sauerkraut, Greek yogurt, kombucha, things like that. So adding a lot of diversity and all of that is going to support your gut. It's going to support your uh, entire nutrition routine in general. Um, Staying hydrated. So just making sure you're drinking a lot of water and allowing for balance, which is kind of already what we talked about. And then do we have time to touch on just a few of the, you know, sleep stress movement pieces? Yeah, yeah. Let's just spend uh, a couple minutes, um, you know, on that because that sleep is huge. Yeah. Yes, yes. So, the diet piece that was a lot, and that is what I focus on a lot with with clients. So, really important 
and I can't say that enough, is focusing on what you're putting in your body to fuel you. Next piece is sleep. Sleep is how we repair, we rest. There are so many functions that are happening while we're sleeping, but they're, they're more restorative. So we want to be doing that. Consider your sleep routine. What is your sleep routine like? Are you staring at screens all night? Are you exposing yourself to blue lights, you know, on your phones or on TV or electronics that suppresses your natural melatonin? Or are you making sleep a priority? So creating a regular sleep and wake schedule, even on the weekends, trying to stick to that as much as you can, finding a, um, a nice sleep environment for you. So, you know, a comfortable bedroom, closing, like closing the blinds, dim lighting, cold, a cold room can help you. Um, things like that, that kind of help you wind down and then getting exposure to sunlight early in the morning actually helps with your circadian rhythm, which is your internal 24 hour clock that your body runs on in lightness and darkness. So getting outside and getting exposure to that sunlight first thing in the morning, those are all things are, that are going to help you as well as exercise for your sleep routine. So sleep is incredibly important and trying to manage your stress because we need that to, we all, we all have stressors. We live in kind of a world of, of stress, but we don't have to have it be that way. And our body is not meant to handle long-term stress. It's amazingly designed to handle short-term stress and that if you need to react quickly, you can because your body does that for you. But when that is chronic, you're going to have a really hard time with your metabolism, your digestion, reproduction, because your body is prioritizing your stress, to put it simply. So figuring out what you can do to eliminate or manage stress in your life, like yoga, you know, is it something like just getting outside? Is it reading? I mean, I think we all have all these different ways that we like to de-stress, you know? Right. And, and finally, movement, exercise, moving your body where we all know the benefits of exercise for weight loss, for our heart health, prevention of chronic disease, for your stress levels. So as we age, especially, try to reframe your mind on, on feeling like you have to exercise in a certain way. So just are you moving daily and is it actually supportive of your preferred style of exercise? For you, John, it's going to be different than you, Tom, that it's going to be different from me. We right. can exercise in so many different ways. It does not have to be going to the gym. If that's your thing, that's awesome. But if, if you don't want to go to the gym and just feel like you have to lift a bunch of weights and run really hard, you know, then just don't do it. Do something else that you enjoy, like hiking or white walking or biking, um, something to move your body. And Ask yourself that day what you truly feel like doing. So that's an intuitive piece. Just really leaning into what you need. If you're really stressed out and you go and do a HIIT workout and just stress your body out even more with high intensity, that's probably not the most intuitive way that you can be exercising. Maybe you need a yoga class today to exercise instead. So 30 to 60 minutes a day, ideally, and not just one time, just trying to get out and move even if it's little walks or breaks throughout your day. So I kind of breeze through those last parts because I was talking so much about nutrition, but those are all really important areas that we can tackle in our health that are doable, that feel, oh, okay, I, I think I can do this. They're just some habit changing, you know? Right. Good. Those, that's excellent. That's uh, And uh, we could probably have you back on here for another couple of hours. And I, I think, John, maybe we should <laughs> definitely schedule yeah. Rachel um, uh, again, you know, in the future, and, not, yeah. and, and not not too distant future for sure. But yes, uh, yeah, we we really appreciate it. Uh, any last, uh, you know, in the last minute or two that we have any last couple of tips uh, that you want to give or and also a shameless plug, how, how do our listeners get in touch with you if they want to um, hire you or consult with you? Um, yeah, so thank you. I, I have the last little parts that I will say um, are, you know, some simple things you can also do, you know, to live healthier can be things just like learning to cook, meal prepping, you know, doing something relaxing every single day, 
and working on some of those mindset shifts we talked about, that's another piece of simplicity that really doesn't require that much extra or all this, all this planning. It's just kind of building more of those habits and just connecting with your why, understanding why it is that you're doing it. Why do you want to invest in your health? Because once even write that down or have it with you, because when times feel a little bit challenging, our health is not linear. It can go up and down and things like that. But being connected to that gives you that extra motivation to say, like, I can do this. I've got this. This is important to me. So being connected with your why and understanding that it it is a journey. And as far as how you can find me, I am on Instagram as Rachel Fox Health, although I I do have a full-time job, so I'm trying to prioritize more social media presence, but I'm um, also working a lot in yoga at the moment. So you can find me on my website, rachelfoxhealth.com, and I am accepting clients. Um, I work with a various range of symptoms and things like that. So I would love to chat more in the future about all of these things. Clearly, I can just keep talking forever. I'm super passionate about it, and I very much appreciate you having me. Yeah, no, and and again, like so many of our guests, I mean, just so much great information. I mean, you just, you threw the gauntlet of information, (laughs) Yeah, and it's important because, again, and Tom, you know, you're an athlete, as an athlete, if you're not eating right, I mean, there's a huge difference that I feel because I am one of those people that gets up at quarter to five in the morning to go to the gym. There's a huge difference in how I feel during the week versus if I go to my dad's house and he has some huge lasagna dinner and he's, you know, here, have another glass of wine or whatnot. There's a big difference between my meal prep and a night out and how you feel the next morning when you wake up. And, and it's really becomes key where you really notice these differences when you are in that type of lifestyle. Um, so, you know, Rachel, that was just a ton of great information. We would love to have you on again, if you would, you know, definitely come on again and and we appreciate you taking all your time. And, you know, I'm telling you, I am a health nut and I have learned so much in my conversation with Rachel. I really, really urge everyone uh, to give Rachel a call and, uh, you know, because your health is your wealth, right, Tommy? Absolutely. It's, it's the most important thing without question. I love that. I love that. Thank you. Health is wealth. It, it really is. We all want to be healthy and happy, right? The end goal. Yeah. Yeah. And you're, you know, you're not, you're not going to spend any of your money if you're unhealthy, unless it's on medical bills, but you're not going to be enjoying life. And that's what we Correct. want for our listeners, for our We clients. want you to retire happy. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I love that. That immediately drew me to it because we do want to just, we, when we save and work so hard for our retirement, we want to enjoy that time. You know, we want to be feeling great going off and traveling or being with our grandkids or whatever it is. Just, it's so important. So yeah. I appreciate, yeah. I appreciate it. And I, um, I love the, I love the podcast. So thank you so much. Thank you, Rachel. And, and, and Rachel, um, we are so happy to be the first podcast that you have yes. that that you've been on. So yeah, we like a pro. We so, yes, uh, you, you were a pro for sure, and uh, we really you. appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, this was my first run at um, a podcast. Thought it went pretty well. So makes me feel good, and you know, just keep going and. Um, maybe round two is in the near future. Yeah. I think, sure, I think Rachel sure. just, I think Rachel just started her own podcast. I, I think, think we're going so to see. Yeah. I think this we created kind of, a monster. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is kind of fun. I yeah. like this. The Rachel Fox podcast or, uh, or, uh, you know, yeah. investing in your wealth with Rachel Fox. Hey, I love it. So, well, thanks again, Rachel. We appreciate you coming on. We're going to have you on again in the future. And folks, uh, again, reach out to Rachel invest in your health and last but not least as always as we close out the show tommy enjoy retirement retire happy folks take care it's easy to get in touch with john and thomas if you're more on the west coast give john a call at 858-935-6210 
That's 858-935-6210 or go online to gosecurus.com. That's gosecurus.com. If you're more of an East Coaster, then call Thomas, 973-394-0623. That's 973-394-0623 and online at internationalfinancial.com. That's internationalfinancial.com. And you can, of course, always just check the description or the show notes section of today's show for all that contact information. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting apps, and we'll see you next time on the Retire Happy Podcast. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC, BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM, Securus Financial, and International Financial Advisory Group are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents. The opinions expressed by John Iamarino, Thomas O'Connell, and guests on this show are their own and are based upon information considered reliable, although it should not be relied upon as such. Any statements or opinions are subject to change without notice. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Past performance cannot be used as an indicator to determine future results. Any strategies mentioned may not be suitable for everyone. Information expressed does not take into account your specific situation or objectives and is not intended as recommendations appropriate for you. Before acting on any information mentioned, please consult with a qualified tax or investment advisor to determine if it is suitable for your specific situation. This program is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with regard to the subjects covered. Any information shared or discussed in this podcast is not intended to be medical advice, nor is it meant to treat or diagnose disease. This is for informational and educational purposes only. If you have specific questions regarding your health, please consult your health care provider. For more information on her virtual one-to-one coaching program and wellness philosophy, visit her website at rachelfoxhealth.com or follow along on Instagram at rachelfoxhealth.